everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 12. What is it? 296 for the week of February 15, 2014. One day after Valentine's Day is your heart been broken, Emmanuel Marino. What? It was Valentine's Day? Yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Oh. Grumpy Cat, it's okay. Nobody loves you the rest of the year either. Valentine's so, Day? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Grumpy Cat's always a good inspiration. I could. You know what, I... what? Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you know what I said? Here's what I said about the Valentine's Day. What'd you and, say? Uh, our friend Michael Tidville retweeted it. Let me see. I said, today's a day that companies either pretend that they love you or pretend they hold the key to you maximize your love with someone else. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate, actually. So Anna Marie said, this Valentine's Day, you're going to cook me food. And that's what you're going to do. So... Unlike most Valentine's Day with her, uh, to say the last couple, where I might come up with something for Valentine's Day, I had a mission. So I made her ribeye steaks and polenta and uh, a cool casserole and all this other stuff using Good Eats recipes. So I had my internet geek food show stuff going on there. And they were delightful. We had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so that was that was Valentine's Day for wait, us. Wait, to- wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Do you not cook for her? No, usually otherwise? don't. No. See, that's 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 the whole thing I have against Valentine's Day. And what these kind of holidays? These com- consumer-facing holidays is you. We, you don't need an excuse to cook for your lady. You cook for your lady just because you you know you feel like it because you wanna. Yeah, I. For me to do cooking, for my lady, it involves my lady eating at nine o'clock, and that doesn't work for her usually. Um, she's got very specific eating needs. Otherwise, she gets sick and headaches and stuff like that. So, mm. I'm just saying, like every now and then, just because you feel like on a nice Saturday, like I'm going to make something tonight, just cause. But I don't because Saturday is the time I have for gaming. <laughs> it's like it's hard to be a gamer with a job and like then give up six hours of your Saturday to do random stuff just cause. <sighs> We did that last week. I took her to Chicago. We saw a show. See, that's what I'm saying, though. You didn't need a Valentine's Day to take her to Chicago. You took her to no. Chicago because you, you, know, yeah. you wanted to spend a nice day with her. Yeah. That's that was a saying, lot though. easier than cooking for three hours. Yeah. Does it really take you that long to cook? Um, The way I cook. All right. Because I'm doing, like, recipes. I got to chop onions and crush oh, garlic. Oh, are you kidding me? I do that, like, on a daily basis. Yeah. I, well, whatever. So it took me a while. Um, And, t- you know, two of the recipes had 50-minute cooking stop segments and... When I was done doing prep for one, I was doing prep for the other, and then when that was done, I you was... know that's what that's where true multitasking come in comes mm-hmm. in because yeah. you know multitasking the way we think of it, where you're uh, is actually just task switching because right. nobody can really multitask it. There's right. like scientific, yeah, yeah. So scheduling studies. it so you can do work on one thing while the other thing's in a down state, yeah, that's fine. But it also means that I was basically nonstop the whole time, yep. which is tiring, especially if yep. you're not used to it. So. Cool, cool, cool. Um, anyway, so that that's that's over, and it was a success, and that's Valentine's Day, and now she's sick and throwing up in the in the bathroom. So no Anna Marie ah. for us this this week. No, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so first you cook a bigger leopard. I know, and now she's throwing up. Um, no, it's not related, though. I understand why you would think so. She's she's sick, and she was sick yesterday, and she was sick before. Um, we're pretty sure she did not have any reaction to the food. I didn't have any reaction to the food. Um, yeah, and we're looking at what's coming up, and it's not the food, so, yeah. 
Isn't that? I mean, you if you're going to push me on that, I'm going to give you details. But all right, um, fair enough. Now you can I regret asked. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's 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 uh, the day after Valentine's Day, where essentially we're in a hangover state and there was no alcohol involved. So, um, what do we got going on? What are you doing? Chilling. Uh, I, I checked in a little bit to GTA. Online don't you have a girl? You never talk about her. I got. No, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You don't know. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Gosh. yeah, you 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 logged into Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, they had the Valentine's Day event. Apparently, this whole thing all weekend. We're dropping crates. I just wanted to check in, and see how the world is, and it is just as boring as ever. <laughs> is it still a buggy piece of crap? No, it it works. Everything works just fine. It's just not fun. Oh, okay. I I feel like the bugs were never that game's problem. People like to get enraged about nothing. Because even if you could get in there and play, I, I guarantee you all those people who are raging about it would have been like, they just would have drifted off slowly. But don't you have like um, 16 player demolition derbies on the top of skyscrapers? Do you have 16 friends who are going to log in with you and do it all at the same time and not try to shoot each other? The Whoa, second you okay, how about person? four players? No? Do you have four friends who are going <laughs> to join in with you on the same platform? Do you have a friend to play Grand Theft Auto with? Honestly, no, I don't. Oh, that's everyone, too bad. Everyone I know games P- PS3. I do 360. Oh, see, you gotta no, move on. You gotta move on. To what? Uh, PS4, apparently. Oh yeah, well that's different. I mean, old gen. I'm I'm here where I am. You know. Yeah. Can get I'm not going to buy you a PS3. Well, just you get a PS4, PS4, you could get to download 2.3 gigabyte Assassin's Creed updates. Oh, that's that nice. fix your uh, friends list issues. Well, that's not true. I do have GTA Five friends, but I don't think these are the kind of people who are going to be like, "All right, let's go to." I, I don't have. The, let me put it this way: I don't have the right kind of friends who are going to go on the top of a skyscraper and play King Kong with me. That's too bad. Because otherwise, there's no point to playing those sorts of games. Yeah, I mean, if you play with the actual structured game that's there and not make your own fun with like five crazy people, it is just a really boring. I thought open the- world games were about making your own fun. Ah, uh, if there's something to do there. <laughs> okay. No, be serious. Like, yeah. I, I think we've gotten past the point where, where the fun and open, like, remember GTA 3, people would be like, oh, it's so crazy. I just blow up cars and see how I could survive against the cops. Yeah, it was like fun a decade ago, but come on. Hmm. Why does that need to be online? Why do I need to blow up cars and get cops on me online? I don't know. Um, oh, hey! Fallen Enchantress is on sale. Is that any good? Is that no the one that was is. really bad at first? Right? I have literally no clue. That what was that elemental, is. and people dumped on it. So everyone seems to be playing betas now, right? Everyone's either playing Titanfall or playing Elder Scrolls Online. Well, Elder Scrolls Online, I tried to log into this morning. It was like, no, it's not happening right now. I'm like, oh, sad. That's right. They had specific dates and times, right? Yeah, and I I was busy last weekend, so I didn't get to do it then. Um, I'm not in Titanfall. I didn't even know that I was supposed to register for that. So I registered now, but I think it's way too late to get in. Um, and what what other betas are going on? See, Let's look, see. if Titanfall was a buggy mess, I can understand people getting ooh, angry. Ooh. That game is legitimately all right, good. All right, all right. And by the way, it's just me and Manny this week. Um, in case that's not clear. But EverQuest Next Landmark. I did get into that. All right, tell me I emailed bit. their PR person. They're like, hey, you want to be in here? I'm like, um, sure. I want to be in there. And she's like, all right, here you go. 
because I had no idea what the hell's going on with that game. And it turns out neither do they. <laughs> so EverQuest Next Landmark. Let's let. Where do I start? Okay, is it an EverQuest game? <clears throat> it isn't. <laughs> it is in that it uses art assets from EverQuest Next. <laughs> it is massively multiplayer. It is online. Uh, keep in mind, let me preface this. This is an alpha. Everything I'm saying is subject to change. Everything could be improved vastly. This could be a completely different experience in six months. I'm talking about the game as it was as I played it last week. So, you log in to EverQuest Next Landmark. So, do you know what the concept of the game is? I, I think, from what I understand, it has like a more cartoony visual style. and That's EverQuest Next. I meant Landmark specifically. Oh, this is where it's like mine, you pay for Minecraft. Right? Yes. And well, you, you, build you normally pay for their world. Yes. So EverQuest Next Landmark is a game about going into a server, laying claim to a piece of land, then building whatever the heck you want on that land, and then those designs can be um, packaged up and sold to other people and also potentially imported into the actual EverQuest Next as part of the world there. So basically, you're paying for the right to do... It's going to be a free-to-play. But right now, you need to pay to get into the alpha. Um, all, the only people allowed in are either people who got a press access like I did or who buy the um, the Trailblazer pack right now because alpha access is only in the Trailblazer pack. Trailblazer pack costs... Guess how much it costs? $50. $99. <sighs> You get a bunch of bonuses for your character that I'm sure will be great when the game actually comes out. And you get access to a really buggy beta that performs poorly. But you can build stuff in it. And so I've got... You can work on... You you can build stuff in it. If you pay the 50 bucks, Manny, you get like um, beta access and... And then twenty bucks is like the the last beta and early access, and so that's like you the know, easy, cheapest way to get in. This is <clears> madness. I mean, it is. Like, this, why would you pay for a game that's not fundamentally broken and I, finished? I, I mean, this is not like, and it's going to be a free to play game. That's the thing that bugs me. You're playing for the right to play an early version of a free to play game. They should be paying you. But you know, let's let's ignore that. What do I get for my money for my ninety nine dollars? Here's what happens, Manny. You log into a server. And you find out that all the land on that server has been claimed. So you switch to a different world, which is really easy because there's a big crystal in the middle, except they don't tell you really how to do it uh, until you like f- get frustrated and reread everything that you skipped through the first time. You're like, okay, here's how I get to a different world. So you go to a different world. And then you find, hey, there's a spot that's not claimed on that map. And then you run for 10 minutes to get to that spot. So you run, 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 run. All right, by the time then, you get there, let me guess. Then you claim your land. Okay. And it, no, that that one okay. Somebody didn't claim it in the intervening ten minutes. Maybe on launch day, but not not right now. So it, they also reset all the claims because people had found a bug to let them claim more than one piece of land. So they yeah, but it's an alpha. They had bugs. All right. So you go and you claim your land, and now you take out your super duper pickaxe because you know you're a trailblazer and you get the super duper pickaxe. And your pick normally you gotta you get a pick. And an axe. You use the pick on the dirt and rocks. You use the axe on the trees. Well, you get a super duper pickaxe that you can use on either. And so you use that and you dig up lots of dirt and lots of wood. And then you can build things out of dirt and wood. So you can build a floor and you can build some walls. Okay, so I got some floor and some walls. Well, I need furniture and, and, and stuff. 
So you're like, well, how do I make these things? And you're like, I don't know. So you go back to the portal in the center of the map. Na, 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 na. And you're like, I heard there were crafting stations near here. Ha, there's a crafting station. Okay, what do I need? All right, I need all. Okay, okay, okay. So now you have to run around the map looking for these very specific mineral deposits of copper and all this other stuff. So you collect all these minerals, and then you go back to the crafting machine, and you build a crafting machine. <laughs> so you take that crafting machine back to your claim, and you put it there. And you're like, all right, now I can craft stuff in my own house. All right, now what do I need? Uh, I need a higher level pickaxe. I thought my pickaxe was supposed to be max level. Well, apparently that's for the final game. All right, so I need to start actually crafting a better pickaxe so I can get the better minerals to build better furniture. Okay, so you build yourself a basic pickaxe, and you throw that out pretty quickly and you build upgrade it to the next level pickaxe and then you start working on upgrading it to the next level pick and and then you start doing the same with the axe except they don't have as many levels of axes all right so you get all that stuff leveled up and you realize all right now all the high level minerals are not on this world because each world is 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 tiered and has low level mid-level or high level minerals so you're like well gosh i better go back to the crystal run 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 and you go to another world and you go to the tier two world and you start collecting minerals there and some nice guy on that world has set all the crafting stuff right near the portal near the center of the map and so you go use his stuff to upgrade your pick and axe and you're like all right i'm just gonna upgrade it all here this guy's house is great all right so you get your your pick and axe level to level two and or three or whatever and you're like oh well i gotta go to tier three world so then you leave and you go to the tier three world and so basically this is your first 10 hours with the game <laughs> i still don't understand why you would even do this though well you gotta get all your stuff leveled up so you can mine everything no, I mean- why would you even build on these little plots of land to begin with? I, I don't know. It's What's Minecraft. your incentive to even do so? It's Minecraft. After but, that, it's it's fancy Minecraft. But you're, you have Minecraft. I, I don't. Terraria, I don't have, have Minecraft. I do have Terraria, have. but Terraria is 2D, and Minecraft is 3D but low res, and this is high res and HD assets, right? Eh? I don't know. Is that really worth the $100 premium? Well, I'm glad I didn't pay it, so I, I can't tell you for sure how I would feel if I had spent 100 bucks on it. Angry. <laughs> probably <laughs> I'd be um, you do get an incredible head start and get familiar with the game systems but it does seem like it's really built for a very specific mindset of people who want to build things and, and are it's, into that Minecraft mindset and if you're not the ty- type of person who wants to design the Taj Mahal in the middle of the EverQuest landmark server I don't know that this game's for you <laughs> It sounds so bizarre because it seems like it's like it, they're both a part of this RPG, but it seems like for two completely audience, different audiences. I can't see like the the MMORPG people. Wanting yeah, to play this is this yeah the EverQuest Next people. I mean, unless you want to see your stuff showing up in EverQuest Next. Now the thing is, you can sell this stuff eventually, so that's supposed to be motivation, like for real money to other people. But like you say, real money. But would it just go into like a SOE like balance? That I'm uncertain on, on that part. But that they say it's on the marketplace for real money. So whatever. Yeah, SOE bucks are real bucks that you could spend on services within SOE. Um. Um. Uh, marketplace. Yeah, I don't. I know. wonder if they're gonna let you cash out. That, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, it's it, it's a thing, right? Oh, and right, I have a flag. I could put down a flag. So, yeah, that's EverQuest Landmark Next. Um, for some reason, I might keep playing it just as a mindless game. But, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you played anything recently, Manny? Yeah, I told you. I was checking well, out the... What's I meant it called? anything else other than uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. 
Hey, I haven't been. I haven't tried that. Touched that game in a long time. So to check back in was a big deal. Well, oh, oh, oh! How have you been going with Skyrim? Um, uh, where am I now? I'm back on the main quest. Back on the back in the saddle. Okay. Those main quests, those all those big quest lines seem really, really short. Yeah. <laughs> you seem strangely short, and I've been spending most of my time doing other stuff. Hmm. But that's fine. So I, I um, let's, let's see. What was I going to say? Oh, so I thought about getting back into Skyrim, and I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. So I'm I'm doing this thing where I'm I'm trying to figure out how to game in the living room with my Mac because my Mac is not advanced enough to do these nice high end PC games. Skyrim is not an option, right? So I'm thinking, what can I do? And the Steam um, streaming, streaming in, right. is is out now, and it's like this is great. This is exactly what I need. So I've been playing with it, and I'm it, it's still kind of buggy. But you can get it working, and you can do it with Steam games or non-Steam games. So I, I man, I went through my list of all my RPGs because um, I finished a couple games. I'll get to that in a second. And like, um, I wanted another game kind of in that vein and in that feeling. So I needed a tactical, um, turn-based RPG that's kind of got a big story. And so I was like, okay, what do I got? What do I got? I narrowed it down to like Never uh, Neverwinter Nights two. Um, and Skyrim, and I realized that was then thinking about it like, well, really what I'm looking for is Baldur's Gate 2, and that reminded me, oh, wait, I never finished Dragon Age. So I'm like, okay, Dragon Age on my computer account is an origin game. Can I make an origin game work with Steam in-home streaming? And I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. (laughs) It feels evil and like a monstrosity, but yes, you can. So I did that, and it took a while to get all the DLC working, and Man, it is a mess um, installing because I have like Dragon Age and I have Dragon Age, um, the super duper complete edition that comes with Awakening and all the DLC content and getting that installed right. Just man, it was a mess. So I got all that working and then I got added to Steam and launched. It was like, it's working and it looks great. So um, and Dragon Age being a slower paced game, lag and stuff or hiccups don't matter so much. So I think I'm going to be playing that on my Mac pretty soon. Um, you know, there is a Mac version of that game, right? Of Dragon Age? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't own it. I was thinking about this. Have you heard those rumors that Skyrim is coming to next-gen consoles? Like a nice, improved version? No. Also, wait. If you want a tactical RPG, why aren't you just playing stuff you already got, like Knights of the Old Republic? I, but I already ha- Okay. First of all, that's a really good point. Um, I didn't think about Knights of the Old Republic because I was going through my Steam list to make my decision. Um, second of all, um, Origin does not give me a Mac version of Dragon Age, so I don't know where this Mac version of Dragon Age is. Um, it's on uh, Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it like an Aspire port or something? No, it's from EA. Oh, okay. I'm surprised they don't give you both. That's strange. Interesting, well, I, though. I don't know enough. All right. So you've been really getting, you've been really beating games lately, haven't you? Yeah. So I beat, um, you have to, I don't know what we last talked about, but since I think, um, I've, so I said I had beaten Broken Age, right? Yes. Broken Age? Yeah. Yes. You told me you beat Broken Age. Yeah. And you, um, you wish it all would have come out at once. I do, but I really like that game and I can't wait for more. Um, The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing I finished. Oh, that's the little Diablo-like? Yeah, that was really good. Um, And I played that on hard and finished it. And I 
kind of want to play more of it, but I have so many other things to play. I'm going to stop myself. So I, that's, that's a really good sign. Cause when I finished Torchlight, I didn't want to play any more of it. So I really think Van Helsing's got something there. I, I'm excited for the sequel for that. You know, it's funny. Uh, they, uh, Rooney Games on Twitter this week announced that they have a merchandise store where you can buy shirts from from their store on all based on all the classes. Guys. I just wanted to like snarkily reply, "That's great. Can I buy the Mac and Linux version there too?" <laughs> they finally came out with the 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 mod kits for that, right? Gee, I don't know. Oh, I, I lost track when they. I don't know what those people are doing anymore. Yeah, I, it's hard to Apparently, keep up with a company that's not putting out anything really. Well, there you go. These the news released shirts. Shirts. Okay. <laughs> so Van Helsing was fantastic. I don't know if I had told you that already or not. Um, I then I went from that right into Shadowrun Returns to wrap that up. Oh, okay. Now this. <clears throat> there we go. Old school RPG. Tell, exactly. Tell oh my gosh, I love that game. So, and I had said that I had started it during Extra Life, and I told you then I really like it. And I don't know why I put it down. Um, I think I just got distracted, and I came back to it. And I really love how Shadow and Return's uh, narrative is is kind of written like a tabletop experience. And That's exactly how they designed and envisioned the game. Yeah, and it's and it's perfect. They nail the way that you reveal story and and phrase things in a tabletop environment um, where you have a narrator. The loading screens are kind of the GM narrating the environment you're about to walk into, and it's just they nail it. It feels right. That's the right amount of story revelation with then you getting the rest of it as you explore the dungeon that you're about to go into. Um, The combat feels real good. Um, The the leveling up, you feel that you get more powerful, but not overpowerful. Everything just felt great in that game. And you have a full campaign and it gets crazy by the end. You're hanging out with high-end heroes who are doing crazy things who you never usually run into. Um, And it's just perfect i think well perfect is really good and so i'm uh i'm i'm stoked for the whatever that next dragon fall i don't there's a new campaign uh, coming for that yeah dragon fall or dragon something like that something like that yeah so and i get that as a kickstarter batterker so um i'm excited for that you should be even more excited because apparently they took all the criticisms to heart for this one. So it's more open-ended. You have a, uh, instead of having a bunch of faceless mercenaries accompany you, yeah. you have a team that has oh, a personality. Good. good. That's what was really missing is, yeah, uh, from act to act, there was like only one or two mercenaries who had any sort of a continuing thread. And so that's great that they're adding a team. And did you, did it bother you that it was too linear? No, that didn't right. bother me because I was in a completion of games mood. All right, this one's like more like has like a little hub city, a hub the, town, or it slightly irritated me in the end that I couldn't max up my stats because there was no missions left to play, so I just had to finish. But that yeah, was a, a very, very minor irritation, not a big deal at all because I had the stats I needed, and I realized that I was like, all right, I'm cool, I can do this. And then I I went from Shadowrun Returns, which was fantastic, to the Banner Saga, and oh my gosh, that's also fantastic. <laughs> It's like Kickstarter games are are hitting it for me right now. It's um forget it's the ones I back seem to be turning out okay. <laughs> not the not like that one on iOS Star Control or Star Command or whatever the hell. Oh, Star Command's garbage. Whatever that was. Man. <laughs> so the Banner Saga. Oh my gosh. The animation's beautiful. The artwork is fantastic. The the combat system is a simple tactical system, but there's enough depth for you to exploit things and come up with a good strategy and play maps completely differently. Um, f- attempt from attempt. And they've got 
these the set pieces of the maps are awesome so you do how do i explain broken age broken age is kind of like um a viking saga there's these giants there's humans it's the end of the world um and there's there's giant mystical worms and and like the gods are are dead or not dead and there's there's end of the world creatures who are upset about the world ending before they could end it there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on um it this is part one, so it's a little sad that the cliffhanger is like ah, it's major cliffhanger. So it's like part one of a trilogy or something like that. But it it, it looks fantastic, man. The tactical maps you get, you get into a battle, uh, and this game is basically about um it, this game is half Oregon Trail, half like a tactical RPG. So between battles, you are you're making story decisions that can kind of turn out well or poorly, and might involve you know how many people live or die which affects kind of your end stats and how far um the mission you need to do outside a battle near the end of the game goes for you and how hard that is um for me it was very hard because <laughs> I, I had some issues keeping everybody keeping on my and it's not like a story characters dying it's it's like you need to keep your your caravan people alive in your caravan and you really want to especially for the end um <clears throat> Anyway, so then you, then the other parts is tactical RPG, and you and you're in the battles, and you've got your characters on the map, and they're they're fine how they're animated, but they always they do go. Every battle has like this custom map where things is are are laid out around the map, and you'll see like just people sitting in the background watching you guys fight, and it kind of makes sense that they would be there watching you where they're watching you. You've got like one guy in your party who doesn't fight anymore, so he'll just be leaning up against a wall, and he knows like you guys are going to be okay, so he's just kind of amusedly watching you your giants kick butt, and it's just. Oh, the, the the polish and touches that's in this game are just it's just amazing it's got good voice acting uh, man kickstarter games this year have been great <laughs> i put you to sleep haven't i no no i'm listening okay why stop you if you're on a roll i don't know i like banner saga and i i can't wait for more <laughs> I guess so when I is a any idea when part two will come out i don't know when it's done <laughs> Have you tried any of the multiplayer, the Banner no, Saga? No, Factions. Tactics? I mean, that came out like last year and I never touched it. And I still have no desire to touch it. <laughs> but you do get access to that, right? As part of your... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got that. I've had that for ages. I just was like, that's not what I backed this for, so I don't care. <laughs> How long was the story, would you say? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. I didn't run a timer. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I did Banner Saga in one day. I stayed home. I was homesick from work. And so I went from like around noon or one until midnight or one. So wow. 12, 13 hours, I guess. That's a sick day. Yeah. But man, what a sick day. Vikings and awesome stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be called poop sock in it, wouldn't it? No? I guess. Did you have a sock and then wish you no. went to go poop in? No, I did not. No. Um, yeah, so that, that's what I've been playing. And then, um, oh, and now, uh, Bravely Defaults out. So we pick that up and I'm into that deep into that. So this is just like, uh, it's like the sequel to Final Fantasy four Warriors of Light. Yeah, spiritually, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. there's no story sequelness as far as I know, but I didn't play the first game. They got the same faces. They got similar systems. So I've been trying to figure out if I should explain this game for people. There's a demo. If you've got a 3DS, play the demo. The demo's. 
gives you a great overview of the game and how it's going. Um, if you finish every little bit in the demo, you get a bunch of bonus items that kind of don't matter in the real game. Sorry if you put a bunch of effort into it like I did. Um, you might be a little disappointed that you bothered with the demo. The demo is structured in a way that the main game is not, where the demo has a bunch of these fetch quests. The main game is nothing like that. And you'll be a bit upset when you get to chapter one of the main game and realize that... Um, you're in the same area the demo took place in, but it's like, it's like a different set of people. Essentially that you're interacting in a different way with those people. This is like that demo didn't really happen. So that whole baloney about how the demo, um, it's a separate story created just for the demo. It's like, yeah, it, it, but it's a story that doesn't matter or impact the actual game in any way, shape or form. So eh, whatever. Anyway, but the game and the demo show you that you got a fun gameplay system here. So, Every turn, it's a choice of brave or default, which is um, spend extra attacks and go into debt up to four times, or just choose defense, which banks um, an attack for the future. And by going into debt, um, you have to wait extra turns of the enemy going in order to get your turn back again. So it's got a little counter. So if you go into debt, you'll be negative three. So that the enemy gets um, this round and then three additional rounds before you get to go again. If you bank up and just defend, then the enemy's pounding on you every turn you're defending, but then you can unleash four attacks and it'll be like normal. When you're done, it'll be the next turn after your four attacks, it'll be you and the enemy get to go immediately again. And then you could bank for, you know, bank again or, or spend four more turns. So there's that dynamic going on. And basically it's trying to make the defend command mean something. Um, you've got a, a kind of a light story, traditional JRPG story. Um, you got the, the guy whose town is destroyed. You got the girl who's got to save the crystals and, you know, very final fantasy, traditional stuff, decent voice acting. I thought, um, I've been really. I've been hearing from people some strange. Like this is the first time uh, voice act. There's apparently one character in particular that that's negatively impacting people's experience with the game. They don't like Ring a Bell, huh? They don't like Ring a Bell. I assume. I have no idea. He's the lecherous kind of guy um, in the party, and I he's my favorite character. All right. <laughs> so Seems I don't know. Wrong. It might be to taste, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. If you really hate it. Guess what? The Japanese voice acting's in the game. You can just turn it on and listen to that instead. Is it so. grading, the Japanese voice acting? No, no. Um, Good stuff? I, it, it sounds like decently acted anime voice acting, so I, I would think that's exactly what you're looking for if that's the way you want to go. So. Well, <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know any other kind of Japanese voice acting, so... <laughs> Those are my options. Like, does it sound like decent anime or annoying anime? Oh, it sounds like decent anime. All right, good. That's what I need. Does the villain sound... Yep. All right, good. He's got the right amount of overemphasis. Perfect. Cool. Um, I actually really enjoy the voice acting so far, especially some of the boss characters. are They are, are portrayed very um, caricaturally. So, like, they kind of one-dimensional, but in a fun way. So, I, I'm really enjoying that so far. So, ooh, cancel. Okay. Recording's okay. Recording's okay. Sorry. Anyway. Um, da, 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 da. So here's my issue with Bravely Default. All right. Lay it on me. As it is on its own, by default, with all the default settings, I find the game to be too easy. And the sort of game where you just, you know, that you do that thing where you spend four attacks at once and go into debt for everybody in your party as some sort of fart fighting class. Oh, by the way, there's a job system. So you get to choose if everyone's, what kind of class they are. 
So you have that to level up as well. So if you put everybody in like the monk class and just start spending brave attacks every turn, I find that the game's really easy. So I said, well, forget that. I'm going to put it up to hard. That way it won't feel super easy. And, you know, it'll actually matter what job classes I'm using and I'm going to have to think about this game. Well, then it feels um, a bit brutal, um, especially and it can be very tough when you start getting to these mushroom guys that can poison your parties. And it's like, oh, man, I really need to start thinking about this. But now I'm starting to get the hang of it. So I I think I'm at a point where I'm okay with it. But I I guess my problem is just... um, it, it, something seems off about the whole combat system. So they've given you these options uh, for the combat system to choose easy, normal, or hard. Uh, if you put it on easy, the game is a freaking cakewalk. Um, normal, I feel like it's still too easy. Hard is like, whoa, that might be a bit too hard, but maybe I just need to learn it better. And then in addition to that, you have these options of setting the encounter rates. You could do double encounters, three quarter, or 50% increase encounters, normal encounter rate, 50% less encounters, or no encounters whatsoever. So this really, this system, if you're going to min-max it, like you know, RP gamers tend to want to do, and, and, and pimp out your characters, what you would want to do is turn it down to easy with the max encounter rate when you're grinding, and then put it on normal or hard with the normal encounter rate um, when you're going through a dungeon, Right? Um, that way you get to grind experience and stuff. But there's what what really bugs me is that when you put it up to hard or something like that, there's no additional experience, there's no additional money given, there's no additional job points given. So you're not rewarded for having the harder experience. So ultimately, it feels like really you're designing the game for yourself, which makes me feel like the game wasn't properly balanced right. Well, you don't like the choice that people could have? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I would rather, it's one of those things where I feel like I have too much choice here. You know that feeling, the, the choice paralysis thing. Like, I don't want to have to think about all this stuff. It's like, give me an option, maybe two options, and just let that be it. And I don't need all this additional choice. This is my same issue with games. Like, oh, which one do I play? I have too many games. I can't handle this. I'll play nothing, right? <laughs> And it's that same thing here. It's like, I just, I don't need all this choice. I don't need to design the game for myself on the fly and then always be second guessing myself. I don't want that rattling around in my brain. It's not something I want to have to even consider because I don't want it to be an option to me because I just find it to be more of an obstacle to enjoying the game than really enhancing the game. So I've had to just say, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm leaving it on hard all the time. Screw it. It's on hard all the time. So we're taking that choice out of it voluntarily. And then I have to uh, figure out, no, when I'm grinding, I'll put the encounter rate to max. And then when I'm not grinding, I'll put on normal. I will never put it down to zero, even when I need to get back to town. So that way I've got my challenge. I've designed the game for myself and it is what it is. And it doesn't feel perfectly balanced, but I'm starting to learn how to deal with it. And now I'm starting to, um, to max, uh, make better combos of my job classes and stuff. So, um, I think what started off is kind of a rough experience for me as far as the, making the game feel right. Um, battle wise is now finally starting to get into the right sort of groove. Um, so I'll have more on that as I continue on to the story. I'm in chapter two right now for people who are wondering and yeah, we'll see how long it goes. I don't know how long the game is, so that's where I'm at. I'm at like, uh, I'm level 27, 14, 15 hours in. And that's it. That's what I've been playing. You've been busy, man. I have been. Well, I guess it's been two weeks. Well, it's been weeks, two though. weeks, yeah. And we so put up Chicago the, really quickly. Uh, we went to Alton Brown's um, stage show, 
And uh, that was really good, actually. So um, we went down to that, uh, saw him debut like the largest Easy Bake Oven concept ever, made with stage lights and um, so powerful that you really shouldn't have looked directly at it. Um, And he cooked pizza with that and all this other stuff, made crazy ice cream. So that was fun to watch him do his thing. Been a big fan. I'm a big fan of Good Eats and and that stuff. So I find him to be a good character. Um, He's funny to to listen to and watch. Then we we hit up Giordano's Pizza after that. Had some true Chicago-style pizza. Anna was finally impressed with Chicago-style pizza, something I've never been able to do with the uh, Chicago-style options. Yeah, nothing I've been able to do in Madison has ever impressed her Chicago style wise. So I had to actually go to a good place in Chicago to make it happen. So that was good. And then we came back and that was it for Chicago. So cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, shall we uh, get into some feedback here? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go for it. And then after the feedback, I got a, I got a a question for you. Okay. Um, we're done with the feedback. So why don't you hit me with the question? No, but wait, you got a lot of feedback on your Game of the Year episode. How yeah, but it, it was all discussions stuff? about feminism, and I really don't want to get into it. Yeah, that, uh, just reading your choices off the thing, feminism, I just saw like feminism yeah. as the worst trend of the year. I'm like, oh, God. Um, and and obviously there needs to be context for that, so listen to the show before you just read. I, even with the context, though, it still sounds like a, it still sounds like a BS, BS argument to me. What? Oh, okay. That, yeah. That, it's like it's like you're upset that people are, are talking about something. Hey, I, it wasn't my choice. It was the panel's choice. And yeah, I don't know. <sighs> it seems like yeah. So they had they had gotten upset that so many people were obsessed talking about um, feminism, and there were so many extreme points of view. And I think the I think the the message board discussion was better about moderating the discussion and, and trying to have a better true discussion and stop obsessing over it and going crazy over it like the stories tend to be sensationalized right now. I, I feel like people it sounds like <coughs> obsessing because I it sounds like the people these are things that people never felt comfortable talking about before. And now that they can talk about it, they're excited to talk about it. Yeah. And now these those people who never had a voice before are maybe in public positions and they feel like they talk about but it's like but it's like who cares? I mean people have liked games for less. People like games because they don't like one particular character or the voice acting or because it takes place here instead of taking place there. Like so what? I mean honestly that's my feeling about it. It's like who cares if this one lady from one website thought that these character designs were gross? I've thought character designs were gross. Before. Except it's not one lady from one website. I think it's well, going to so be the counter. So it's a bunch of ladies. Who cares? Well, it's a bunch of ladies and men and everybody. It's like now we need to be obsessed with every character design that comes out. And it's like why we, we need to. Why is it we? But that's the point I'm trying because to make. Because it's You're shoved in front of everybody's yourself. faces whether they want it or not. What? It, it's shoved in front of everybody's face is like the main no, headlines of the day. that's in the minute at all. Okay. It's It's... How is it shoved in your face? Because Arthur Geese talked about it on Twitter. Who cares? Oh, no. No, everybody talks about it and everything is what I found. Well, because that's what he wants to do and he has a kidney can. Just don't listen to those podcasts. Don't listen to those well, things. Well, then you're not listening to anything. That's not everybody, though. I got the feeling that it was everybody. What? I, I, I really felt like it was everybody. No, like, no. It was, trust it's, me, as someone who listens to a lot of video game podcasts, it's not even close to everybody. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Not um, even close. I know they don't do that. I know they're not doing that on... Uh, Manny, I didn't want to have this discussion. Why are you doing this to me? I'm just saying, they're not, they're not having that discussion on Weekend Confirmed. They're not having that discussion on a bunch of smaller podcasts. Oh, uh, they did discussion. have that discussion on Weekend Confirmed. Like, you don't even listen time, to Weekend Confirmed. 
like one time though? Well, that show's over with, so it doesn't matter anymore. What they they're done with that show? Yeah. Oh yeah, GameFly's shutting down the video game stuff. Oh, I had no idea. So Garnet's out of out of a job, and we can confirms off the air, and yeah, he's got to start it, something new. It um, it just happened like two weeks ago, but they've known about it since late last year. Yep. Is Shaq you know, News even going anymore? I don't. know. I can give you the reason why I I, I have this thing it's, about who cares is because I I remember this one this one uh. I, I always had this perspective when I hear about people complaining about other people talking about stuff they don't like. Is um, there was this one author who who was uh, asked by a bunch of media outlets, "Why do you put so much Spanish in your book? Like, why do you keep on putting so much Spanish language stuff in your book?" And he's, <laughs> and I think his response was like, "Like nerds, like look at Tolkien. Oh, I, I, such a bad paraphrase, but look at Tolkien. That guy wrote an entire fake elf language, and I we put well, I put one sentence of Spanish in my book, and we're taking over. You know, oh, such a bad paraphrase. That is a but bad sen- paraphrase, but okay. No, the sentiment was like the like people were giving him grief, like this kind of un-American blah 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 grief because he put a couple sentences of Spanish in his. Well, and, I'm, and you and I are disagreeing over how much discussion there was, so we're really coming at this from a different perspective. So I don't think we're going to be able to resolve this. I think more the perspective is that even if a lot of people are talking about it, who cares? It really doesn't affect you in any way. I well, you know, I, and I disagree on that for the same reasons I disagree with how talking heads are going on cable news networks about how we treat politics. I think changes need to happen there and how everything's an extreme discussion and I'm I'm worried about sort of the same stuff entering into What, what are you worried about? Industry. Like more more women like Hope who have clothes on, who cares? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm I'm not worried about changes that are pro-feminism. I'm worried about the discussion itself and how where we're going with with the extreme positioning of people in our media, but that's everyone on every issue. Well, and yeah, and so everyone needs to change things on every issue. So this doesn't matter. Can we talk about Fable Anniversary? No, because I want to ask you a question. All right, go ahead. All right, you said something about perpetuating. You hate perpetuating the, the difference or the stereotype, uh, the difference between geek and nerd culture. Yeah, I, what's it matter? There's no real. It's it's a it's a fake discussion because nobody ever agrees on the difference between them to begin with. So why do we need to perpetuate some sort of difference and have some sort of pride over which one you are? It's like a division that exists for the sake of the division rather than an actual division to celebrate. I wouldn't celebrate either one, no matter what, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either one is worth celebrating, but I do. But I do think it is strange that you lump the same group of people together like one person who knows everything about star wars and nothing else versus someone who sends robots to mars because i'm not about trying to i'm not trying to make geek or nerd into a division i'm i'm saying people who are into stuff and into like techie stuff or comic-y stuff or whatever it's like let's let let that be the celebration and let's not worry about the division let's just no but but like i i think a lot of people like like the lump like just because I know, have you ever seen that crappy show, King of the Nerds? <sighs> I saw an episode. I know some people like it. Terrible show. Yeah, terrible show. But they'll they'll literally have like a guy who makes who builds rockets, and next to a guy who knows every Pokemon card, and be like, "These are nerds. They're so nerdy." Yeah. But you know what I'm trying to say? I, I don't but feel yeah, like no, are I'm, you I'm trying really... to say that the guy who builds rockets shouldn't be disrespected by being lumped with the Pokemon guy? I'm saying though, 
disrespected. It's not even a disrespect thing. It's just like we're acting like it's all the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing, but I mean, why do we need to worry about it? I don't know. I don't know. There, there's See, my who's care, Manny. Who cares, yeah, but Manny? That's what Why I'm does saying, this matter? Like, I, who cares? So up and rage. I was trying to tell you about the who's care for the damn same thing. It's all a who's care. All the I just who- want to hear your perspective on it, but it still yeah. seems like an all who's care. It's the same thing you can say about the feminism argument. Who yeah. cares? Hmm. All right. I don't know even what we're talking about. Oh, exactly. Shifty. That's our chat room says we should talk about RPGs. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's just talk about the games. And if people have opinions on the well, side, well, I try to talk about the games, but you keep stopping me. No, because why not? I wanted to bring it up. Because My you want to talk is... about the games. You can't have both. <laughs> I guess you can. I want to talk about talking about talking about the games. You want to talk about talking about the games? All right. I want to talk about talking about how the games are the important part. I want to love loving things. So. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Fable Anniversary is now available. Um, Who it's cares? Out. It is buggy and <laughs> has bad frame rate. It's on the digital store. It's 40 bucks, and apparently, who cares? All right. <laughs> We're off to a good start here. Um, Witches. All right. There's a new trailer for Witch in the Hundred Nights from NIS America. Um, we'll have more NIS news later in the show here. Um, everyone can go to the Pokemon Bank. Pokemon Bank's out. You care about this, Manny? Pokemon what? The Pokemon Bank. So you can start no transferring your Pokemon from the last generation to X and Y, and you can start storing up, uh, storing your Pokemons up in the cloud and stuff like that. It, it, it feels like... That, that sounds wonderful that you have that option. Now. Yeah, and it would have been really nice three months ago. <laughs> now I just don't care. Oh, well. I'm sure there's a lot of people who do care. It's just not me. So Pokemon Bank's out. If you are still doing Pokemon stuff, go for it. Um... Maybe I should use it for a month and get all my Pokemon transferred and then just put it away for a bit. I don't know. Dragon Guard 3 has a date and a collector's edition announced. So that's going to be out May 20th, 2014 for 50 bucks as well as uh, digitally for 50 bucks. And there's also a collector's edition exclusively sold through the Square Enix online store, which everybody loves because it's run by our favorite Digital River. Ooh. Uh, the collector's edition's 80 bucks includes premium packaging, Japanese artwork, a complete prequel novella, a soundtrack sampler, a double-sided poster, and three pieces of DLC. Mac is, I know, pretty upset about this. Like, why can't this be available on Amazon? I don't understand this. Why do we need an exclusive on the Square Enix store that nobody wants to shop on? Because it cuts into their profits for selling the thing. Whatever. They're using Digital River. No one's happy about that. So go check that out on the Square Enix store if you really care about Dragon Guard 3. I don't even know if Dragon Guard 3 is going to be any You know good. what? Don't be angry, though. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Who, Mac, you just saved $40 that you could spend on a million better things in your life. You don't need one more piece of plastic crap in your house. <laughs> don't worry about it. All right. That's, I guess that's my message to everything and all of this together. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, man. All right. You're going to die. Who cares? Well, Europeans have been worrying about whether Conception 2 is going to get a European release. And yes, it is. Atlas and Spike Chunsoft have announced a digital-only release for Europe sometime quarter two, 2014 by the eShop on 3DS and PSN for Vita. So Conception 2 is the game where you have to make kids with characters in the game. And it looks weird. And class mating. I believe. Yeah. So you have classmates that you mate with or something. I don't know. I'm sure it's sterilized somehow, but you know, 
Honestly, it's not that weird. It's just we make it weird as soon as we put a person on it, but we do this all the time in video games, whether it be chocobos or Pokemon breeds or yeah, but they're usually uh, not people. people in uh, Fire Emblem. Well, in Fire Emblem, yeah, all right. I don't know if this is the same because there's a lot of breeding happening here. There's all a right. lot of breeding in Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. What is this one? Sorcery Saga. Rising Star Game has announced Compile Hearts Sorcery Saga. Curse the Great Curry God. Oh, this is the Curry Game. Uh, It's going to happen later this month, coming out later this month. Vita Game will be released digitally by PSN on February 19th. So that's just like four days here. And the physical release is on the 21st. And there's an EU trailer and blah, 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 blah. Rising Star Game. So that's European release. I don't know when that's coming out here in the U.S., unless it's already out. So, sorry, I don't follow the Curry game that closely. But, yeah, if you're in EU, just a few days, and you can get the Curry game. Uh, Child of Light. This is that awesome-looking RPG. Have you been following this at all, Manny? It's the... It's the... Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Hand-drawn fairy tale RPG. In the same style as Rayman, right? Uh, the same engine. I, I guess I, I wouldn't know, um, but it is 2D and it looks beautiful. It's going to be 15 bucks. You can pre-purchase it on Steam right now, and it'll be also most uh, on most consoles. They didn't say exactly which. On April 30th, it looks to be the release date on PC and everywhere else. And um, man, for 15 bucks, maybe I should pre-purchase it. Wait, it's Steam. Why do I need to pre-purchase something that's not going anywhere? Um, yeah, I'll wait for the. They reviews. got you, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'll wait they for the reviews. You. Yeah. <clears throat> I love how you instantly think I should pre-order this digital good. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> it's so scarce. Yeah, right. Um, oh, my wife has finished up Final Fantasy XII. Oh, and uh, we can't have this. Wait, when are we going to have a spoiler cast? I don't know. I thought we were, maybe. But we don't have the people here for it now. Namely her. <laughs> All right. Um, so she finished 12. I didn't she, know she was playing 12. Yeah, yeah. She's been playing 12 after she finished Chrono Cross. So you can, if you want to see what she's been playing, we've got playlists up on the RP Gamer YouTube. That's youtube.com slash RP Gamer, D-O-T-C-O-M. We spell out dot com because someone else had RP Gamer. Um, additionally, you can just watch the highlights and archives on Twitch, um, on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash RP Gamer. Um, so she spent 78 hours of playing Final Fantasy 12. She streamed it. 78 yeah. hours. Yep. She's now going through Atelier Tatori, The Adventure of Arland. So she had her serious RPGs, and now she's got one with alchemy crafting. I tuned in for a minute, and I saw her uh, really struggling because she didn't know how that she could jump. <laughs> That's awesome. So if you follow our channel on Twitch, you'll get notices via email or via the iPhone app if you want when she starts streaming. Otherwise, just catch it on YouTube. Um, any follows, likes, or um, subscribes are appreciated. But that's out there if you want it. And if you don't want it, play the games yourself or do something else. But we think it's fun to have uh, someone streaming games. So that's what we got this going. Um, what's this one? <clears throat> Axis has announced a third-party action, a third-person action RPG, Magus. It'll be out on PS3 on February 25th. So that's like 10 days. It'll be 30 bucks. developed by Axis and Black Tower, and uh, it's currently available for pre-order. I know nothing else about the game other than the story here. I don't know if it's any good or anything. Um, the graphics don't look so hot. That's all I can tell you. Tokiden. Know anything about Tokiden, Manny? Uh, it's a Japanese treat that you get on the side of stands. Okay, well, this Tokiden is made by no, Tecmo Koei. Yeah, this is Tecmo Koei. It's an Oni slaying. 
which is a basically demon slain or action RPG. It's out now, I guess, on Vita in North America and Europe. So uh, hopefully we'll have a review soon so you can decide. Maybe we already have one. Let me see. Do we have a review? Do we have a review? Um, no. No. All right. Maybe we'll have one soon. Um, hey, you know what else I tried? You know, there's another game in there I didn't tell you about during the I now playing. I tried Blackguards. You know that game that we never remembered what it was every week? Wait, didn't you tell me you still didn't know what it was? I know what it is now. No, I know what it is now. It is a, it is a attempt at a uh, traditional tactical RPG. It's based on, um, what people call the German D and D. So it's a popular, um, pen and paper character system in pen and paper, uh, role-playing system in Germany. Um, and I really enjoyed making my character. I like the system and I like the character creator. You have a lot of customization options and I tried to min max how I would make a character just like I would at a tabletop session. And then I started playing the game and man, that thing is a unpolished piece of poop. Um, let me put it this way: If it was as good as it, if it was a good game, they wouldn't need to push it on us so hard that we wouldn't forget every single time they did. I mean, they sent out straight up sent out Steam keys for that game to just people without even requesting that they email them back for a review copy. That's how I got my copy. They just emailed me a Steam key of the game, and man, wow! So, like, I like the character um, creation, and when you're in a battle, things seem to work okay. Um, and and I was starting to get into the battle system, but just like every thing felt annoying about that game. And I get into the voice acting's bad, and then I the like these weird transitions from battle to these cutscenes were abrupt. It was like a poorly edited movie, if that makes any sense. How you just have these hard cuts, and then it's like, well, this is really crappy. What I'm watching here now, I'm watching this, and this doesn't feel polished or done. Uh, the game just feels not finished. It feels like a really rough cut of a game, and I, I just didn't enjoy my time there at all. I'd play the battles and be like, I don't want to play this anymore. And so I stopped for a while, and then I came back to it. I'm like, i got to give this another try. It's like tackle RPG. It's kind of what I want to play is PC tactical games. It's what I've been into lately. Surely I can get into this. And I just try and throw myself into the battle system and get lost in it, and just every step of the way, the way the towns work, the way the battles work, the way the cutscenes work, I just would feel like it was unfinished and I don't want to deal with this crap right now instead of, Oh, that's cool. I want to explore or play more with this system. And so I gave up on black cards and deleted it. So I'm done with black cards. I will be honest with you. I dazed out because I was staring at Instagram. Yeah. But basically <clears throat> no good. No good. Yeah. No good. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's a good summary. Yep. You know, it's so weird though. This usually doesn't happen to me. I usually pay, but like with blackguards, it was something. It just sounds so generic <laughs> that my brain just turns off as soon as it's blah blah blah. I just don't even care anymore. It's so strange that that happens to me, but it just goes. <laughs> All right. Um, Cthulhu saves the world now has Steam trading cards. Um, one of which is the character named after my wife's online persona. Pause. So. Go collect the pause card if you're a fan of Anna. Um, let's see. The Final Fantasy XIV beta is coming to PS4 or really soon. February 22nd is the first round of betas. Then there's another beta uh, in April. And uh, yeah, if you have the PS3 version, you get to transfer to the PS4 version for free. But be warned, it is a one-way transfer. 
So you cannot go back and play it on PS3 later. So only transfer to PS4 if you own one and are committed to keeping your PS4. Uh, let's see. Nintendo had a gigantic direct this week. Yeah, good. I didn't. I'm sorry. This is the podcast where Chris talks a lot. Emmanuel listens. Okay, so I didn't watch this. Give you the lowdown. Well, let me give you the lowdown for the European one first. For once, I'm going to put our European listeners first. Here's what you got announced. Etrian Odyssey Untold The Millennium uh, Girl is uh, finalized for the European region. It'll be up May 2nd, a demo on the 18th. Um, good game, and I really liked it. Uh, Child of Light will have a release on um, May 1st in Europe. Uh, Weapon Shop de Omase um, is coming out on the 20th in Europe. And uh, I think that's also when it's coming out in America. And then there's uh, Level 5's Guild 01 compilations. Oh, okay. Sorry. Never mind. This you know, is... I don't know what half these games that you've talked about are. I know. Right? Brand yeah. new announcements? Yes. Some of them are. Etrian Odyssey Untold is not. Child of Light is not. We talked about that earlier in the show. But uh, Weapon Shop de Omase is. It's part of the Level 5 Guild 01 series. So it's probably been out in Japan for a while. But you play as a weapon, uh, a blacksmith making weapons for adventures. And, you know, how well you do, like, affects how well they do and stuff like that. So it's kind of a rhythm game where you're making, uh, where you're doing blacksmithing along to music and stuff. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like uh, what Infinity Blade Dungeons was going to be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Nintendo Which got canceled. It's never coming out. Nintendo Direct. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find a good arc, um, summary of what happened to our Nintendo Direct. Oh, yeah, this will work. Is it the okay. year of Dengue King? <laughs> no, it's the year of Sonic. Don't you know that? They announced that new Sonic game with the redesigns where Sonic is edgier because he has a scarf now. Yeah. I think the, drum, the Bombcast talked about it quite nicely. About yeah, they, they, they did get a, a good summary of that. All right. All right. So here's the U.S. Nintendo Direct news. One, they had a trailer of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And if I could stomach more than one Donkey Kong game per generation, I'd probably be into that. Um and yes, I know the last one was on Wii, but eh, I'm not ready for a new one yet. Um, but man, those games look pretty. There's so much cool stuff happening in the backgrounds of Donkey Kong. Uh, Tropical Freeze. That trailer is actually just wor- worth watching as a tr- good trailer for a game, I think. All right. Mario Golf World Tour, they had a trailer for. That's looking interesting. Anna really wants to buy it. Mario Kart had a new trailer. Um, man, okay. I'm, this method I chose is bad. Uh because it just has the trailers list. It doesn't have the actual news announcements. So here we go. All right. Um, oh, I hate this. I hate I hate the internet right now. Uh, yeah, let me tell you something. Little Mac's going to be in Smash Brothers. Yeah? Cool. Do you cool, care about cool. that? No? Nope. Um, <laughs> they had a new trailer for Bayonetta 2. They're cool. making, uh, you know, the Pokemon Match Three game, Pokemon Battle Troze. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think it was a uh, Pokemon Battle Puzzle League was how, what it used to be called here. Well, that's coming out here, and they cool. got a trailer for that. So a new one of those. Um, they've got. Oops, that's loud. You can't hear it, Manny, but the people at home on the stream can. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, there's going to be GBA games coming out, including Metroid Fusion, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga, and Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3 on the uh, f- uh, Virtual Console on Wii U. Um, 
I thought it was GBA on 3DS, but whatever. It's coming on somebody's virtual console. Uh, NES Remix 2. They're making a second NES Remix game. And this one looks interesting. They got different games in this one. So like Metroid, Adventure of Link, Super Mario 2, Super Mario 3, Kirby's Adventure. So a lot more interesting NES games, I think, Manny. Um, and, and that looks really cool. And it even includes a way to play Super Mario Brothers 1 from right to left as Luigi. So the whole game's been mirrored, which I'm actually really interested in. I, I want to play... I, I actually might pick up NES Remix 2. That looks cool. Um, let's see. They showed some f- footage from X, the new Monolith Soft game. And it looks like it has a similar battle system to Xenoblade Chronicles. And so people are very happy about that. And then, you know, while you're in the middle of the battle, it looks like you can run over and jump into your mech and start playing, um, wiping out things in your big, uh, your big uh, battle suit, machine, whatever you want to call that. So that's looking cool. People excited for X. Mario Kart 8 comes out on May 30th. A uh, bunch of release dates for 3DS. Inazuma 11 out now. So this is the first time Inazuma 11 is out in the U.S. It's been... You could previously play the DS games if you imported them from Europe because they were in English and it would work in your DS. But now Inazuma 11 officially downloadable. It's a download only. It's remade for 3DS. This is a 3DS remake of Inazuma 11. So um, it should look better on the screen than a DS game blown up to the 3DS screen. Um, It is a soccer RPG and you can go try that out right now. Weapon Shop de Amase, we talked about. That's out in a few days. Uh, Professor Layton, the last Professor Layton game that we know much about is coming out on February 28th. Um, with the exception, I guess, eventually that Layton Phoenix Wright crossover is coming soon. Uh, Pokemon Dra- Battle Troze, March 20th. Mario Golf World Tour, May 2nd. Kirby Triple Deluxe, which still sounds like a hamburger to me, May 2nd. Um, and then Bayonetta 2 got a trailer. And that's that's pretty much it. Oh, wait. No, that's not it. Um, free-to-play. Nintendo's going crazy with free-to-play, it looks like. So they announced Steel Diver Subwars, which is a fully playable free download on the 3DS. It's available now. You get it, and you get, um, like, a handful of missions in the, um, in, in the single-player campaign, and you have fully unlocked multiplayer with the exception of you only have a limited number of ships you can get. And then if you really like it, you can pay 10 bucks and upgrade to the premium version and, and play unlock more ships and do more single-player. So that's an interesting way to do free-to-play, basically give you unlimited multiplayer, right? No? You don't I care. remember this. This was originally uh, like a, it was a demo, one of the first pieces of content people actually got to play on a ds at that first d3 well that was for steel diver there was a steel diver game it was a launch game and everybody kind of hated it yeah oh so they actually i forgot this is a new one i forgot that actually became a game i forgot i just remembered it being the uh, the tech demo yeah so that is it for the direct man i follow a lot of japanese people on instagram (laughs) okay NIS then had their own announcement spectacular, as we've put it up on the site. Um, let's see. Which in the... Okay. All right. Disgaea 4, A Promise Revisited, the, is a Vita remake of the PS3 game from 2011. It's confirmed for North America and Europe, and it'll be coming eventually... Oh, in August in North America. Uh, don't know when it's coming out in Europe. Fairy Fencer F is I don't know it's a 
traditional console RPG for PS3 and has art from Yoshitaka Amano and music from Nobuo Uematsu. So it might have a very traditional Final Fantasy feel, except that it's made by CompileHeart, which is not usually a good sign. So they got a trailer up, but I don't know. It looks... Yeah, it looks like a Compile Heart game, so we'll see how that goes. That's, Com- uh, refresh my memory for the people listening. Compile Heart. What else have they done? Uh, didn't they do like Crimson Gen Saga and stuff like that? Nothing. Are those those really bad PSP RPGs? Or I guess mediocre. <clears throat> let, let me refresh you. Compile Heart's release. Uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia, they did all those. Okay. Um, they did the record of Agarest War Games. I remember people liking both of those series. Yeah, and I remember people not liking either of those series, <laughs> especially the Agrest ones. They did Cross Edge, Mugen wait, Souls. Wait, Agrest War. That was the that was the, the like the yeah with the sausage choking on a sausage. Yep, that's right. Yeah, this is that company, and they're making this game. So I was yeah. So Cross Edge, not Crimson Gen Saga. Cross Edge is the one. So yeah, that's 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 their their the ones that have come out here. That's. That, that's a good track. summary. Um, Agarest War and and, and uh, Neptunia. You can kind of tell whether you're going to be okay with it. You know what I think is weird about being on an RPG focus site is that most other websites wouldn't give... Like the way we talked about Black Arts over and over or mentioned certain of these kinds of games. Yeah. I feel most websites would never even bother opening the email for this Yeah, kind of stuff. But because we have such little content... Gotta talk about all of it. Hey man, we like RPG. We like Japanese focus games here at RP Gamer. We're pro Japanese focus games, so I'm going to talk about them. So there, Battle Princess of uh, Arcadia. Uh, that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is you just said how terrible some of these games are, but you still want to talk about them anyway. I don't know if Fairy Fencer F is terrible. I just has comes from a questionable pedigree, is all. Uh huh. Yeah, it could be good. Uh-huh. Battle Princess of Arcadia is a side-scrolling action RPG for PS3 developed by Nipponichi themselves. This is uh, exclusively on PSN when it comes out in Europe and North America later this year. Um, that's all I know about that one for you. So we got trailers for all three of those games. Um, Fairy Fencer, Battle Princess, and Disgaea 4 for Vita available on the site right now. Go check it out at rpgamer.com and... And I have to wonder how long it'll take for Disgaea 4 to become free on PS Plus. Because that's how I would like to get it. Alright, um, let's see. What else we got? South Park is like, people have been playing it. Stick of truth. Yeah, it's gold now, right? Yeah, it's, it's gold. It's coming out on March 4th. And there's a lot of media that's been released for it. There's... Videos of the first 14 minutes of the game, people have been playing it. They've got quick looks and stuff up. So that is all out there now. We got some f- some footage. Yeah, we've got that thir- first 13 minutes of footage on our site. You can go check it out now. Uh, stick so of do truth. you agree with your uh, review section that this is going to be the most overhyped game? I have not watched this trailer yet, so I don't know for sure. Um, I also haven't played it, so that's an even bigger reason I don't know for sure. So what was the reasoning behind the most overrated um, I'm just curious myself. I think cynicism. Okay. <laughs> that, that was the feeling I no, got. No, I like that. It's, it's, enough said. Don't even, <laughs> I think on. just people didn't expect much. <laughs> no, I just like the just cynicism. The, just how Sorry. long this game's taken to come out and how delayed it's been and stuff like that. No, I, it was a better explanation when you just said cynicism. Yeah, let me just go with that. <laughs> I like that. 
see if that if that holds. No, up. it's true though. I mean, about that's true about everything, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> the cynicism was strong with this one. Uh, we've got a big trailer about Bound by Flame, the upcoming action RPG from Spiders. I don't know Bound by Flame or the company Spiders, but you can watch the trailer. I really should have uh, I should have done that before this. It looks pretty. The trailer. There's dude with swords and monsters and daggers and killing of things and and a dude narrating and i don't know i will be excited to see See, i i these quarter of 3d action rpgs especially now that i'm into like dark souls more and more are exciting to me but they tend to not be good i found things like uh hunted the demon forge and um uh cursed crusade and stuff they haven't been turning out so well so i'm wondering if this one will I'm waiting for one that does turn out so well. Hunted the Demon Forge came along before Dragon Age. I um I I said Dark Souls, right? That's what I meant. Yeah. Was Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah, that came along before Dark Souls too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, but still, that's um. I I went back looking at other ones. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Uh, the European. Okay, so Persona Three Fes is out on PS2 in Europe. Or PS, it's out on PS3 actually. Um, it's a PS2 classic, so that is ten euros or eight pounds, and you can uh, pick that up. Um, let's see, it comes with the answer, right? Yes, it sounds like it does come with the answer. So that's oh, that's, that's good. what Fess is. Well, Fess is an also a remake of Persona Three as well. Yeah, it's the remake and Fess with some new content and the answer. Yeah. Well, not really remake. I'd say just more. They've added new content in the middle. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and can you play PS2 classics on a PS4? No. Not unless uh, it's part of Gaikai. Details forthcoming. <laughs> May 31st is listed on Amazon as Dark Souls 2's PC date. Um, we don't know how accurate that's going to be. Everyone really wants to know when that's coming out because it sounds like people really want the PC version of the game this time because otherwise it's coming out on 360 and PS3 and it's going to look really old next to your fancy new PS4 and Xbox One. Uh EverQuest Next is going to support the Oculus Rift. This is what you needed, right? Is this the answer for MMOs? Manny is Oculus Rift support. Sorry, fell asleep. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh they didn't confirm compatibility with any of the other virtual reality systems out there. But it does look like uh, they, they're going to do Oculus Rift support. I think that's cool. I'd love to try an MMO with Oculus Rift. So I look forward to trying that at like E3 or PAX or something. Um, let's see. That's a new... I don't know why I have that in here. Unsung Story, the Kickstarter about the um, uh, Matsuno uh, concepted... Uh, he wrote the concept for this tactical RPG and Sakamoto's going to do the music and all that stuff. It got funded... Um, pretty much at the last minute, it didn't look like they were going to make it, but they did. And so Unsung Story is going to happen and it's going to be a string of episodes, a focus on multiple heroes. They announced that Sakamoto's on board. So, uh, it's a thing. So there you go. And, uh, Final Fantasy VI is also a thing on iOS. Nobody cares, bro. Man, this game looks bad. Um, Final Fantasy VI is an awesome game, obviously, and I will probably buy this just because I want to own every version of Final Fantasy VI. Oh my goodness, people like you! I, I well, like what you. I should do is people I should, like you drive the economy. So thank yeah, you. well, what I should do is put it on App Shopper and wait for a sale. But yeah, it's sixteen bucks, 
But at least you, it's like you said you hate the art style, so why would you give them six? I do. I do hate the art style. But you're rewarding them for their for their efforts. I might want to play Final Fantasy VI on my iPad. No, but I thought you said you hated the way it looks. And I do the, the pricing mechanism and yeah. all the stuff they're doing. Yeah, you're basically saying do more of this. So please oh. ruin all future games that I love on this platform. Uh, I should wait for it to be five dollars. You're still rewarding them, but okay. Yeah, but that at least at the proper price point, because that's how much Ooh. it should cost. All right, Pillars of Eternity. Here's another Kickstarter game. I don't know if I funded this one. I don't think I did. This is Obsidian Entertainment's big crowdfunded role-playing game. Um, Pillars of Eternity it was also known as Project Eternity before that. Um, they yeah, they raised over a million. But uh, it sounds like they're delayed. So that game is not coming out early uh, spring. It's not coming out in spring like they thought. It's now looking like it'll be December time frame. So sucks for that. Yeah, winter 2014 is what they're saying now. So whatever that is. Technically, that means um, the end of December because that's when winter 2014 starts. Um, otherwise, winter 2014 is right now, and I don't think that's what they meant. <laughs> that's the problem with saying winter 2014, by the way. You should really be more clear. Um, let's see. We already covered that. Borderlands 3 is not being made. What? Why? Well, at least not right now. Yeah, not right now. We are not working on Borderlands 3. That is unqualified. We have to do more in the franchise, but there isn't a Borderlands 3. So, okay. So when you think of what Borderlands 3, Randy Pitchford, the dude who like runs the studio, said, uh, it should be massive. It should be bigger and better in Borderlands 2. It should carry forward the story. It's probably crazy multi-platform, depending on timing. It'd have to be a next-gen game and a current-gen game if it was coming at any time in the reasonably near future. Um... We love Borderlands. We know customers do too, so we'll be doing more in Borderlands. But that the thing that when you think of Borderlands should be, Borderlands 3 should be, um, no, we're not doing that right now. We don't know what that is yet. We can imagine what it is, what we must achieve, but we don't know what it is yet. I'm not going to F around with you like Valve does with the Half-Life 3. Look, we know we want it. We know it should exist, but we don't know what it is yet. But we are doing things in Borderlands that will announce soon that are good, and I think people will be really excited about them. So it this sounds story like makes me sad. No, th- I'll just say really quick. This story makes me so sad. Why? And that it has to be a new story when someone doesn't make an annual, make a series an annual franchise. Right. And well, and I think it's really smart what they're doing, and I think what they're really trying to say is we want the let current um, the old gen die. And he calls it current gen. Uh, current gen, in my opinion, is PS4 and Xbox One. But he wants 360 and PS3 to be done and then current gen to be on. And I think that will massively simplify their development efforts. And then they can jump into it whole hog. And they probably want to do something new in the meantime. So good. Yeah, this Let is them. like a non-story. Like, yeah. It's a good thing that they're not turning this into Call of Duty. Yeah. So good for them. Um, Dude, I know. I, I'll, I'll stop calling this... Uh, PlayStation 3 and Xbox current gen when they die and wither on the vine. And they don't get cross-releases. Uh, Alright. Let's see. I mean, I'm saying they're still relevant. Still still relevant machines. Yeah, but they're the old gen. They're previous gen. They're not current. Current gen is the new ones. It's still current. But I, I have to call the current the new ones current rather than next, and I need a way to distinguish between the current gen hey, and the previous gen. Why do they need a distinguishing thing? Why can't they just be different things? Well, but just they're not the same gen. Just, why you got to distinguish, man? I mean, well, but I mean, they're stop not the same generation. But there's a so difference. Oh, stop, stop being so generationist. Not, oh. <laughs> 
Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire soundtracks are out on iTunes for ten bucks. Um, I guess it's like one album, so ten bucks for that. If you want more Pokemon music, I love how they're putting that all out on iTunes. And then finally, Manny, you gave me a story about uh, Starcrawlers, which is a new Kickstarter. Yeah, tell me about this guys. thing. So guys are uh, okay. So picture Legend of Grimrock in yeah. space, cel shaded with Japanese style RPG battles. Is this I made mean, by Japanese the Legend of Grimrock people? No, not oh, at all. Okay, but that kind of first person dungeon crawler. Okay, um, I've decided that du- Legend of Grimrock is best taken in small chunks for me. Um, <clears throat> so I but need this is very different though. They have okay. more of like a proceed. They have more like a dialogue options and story. You go to different okay. ships for different stuff. There's, okay, dialogue. That's new. All right. All right. Uh, it's interesting. It's it seems like they. They don't need that much money to finish their project. It's like sixty-five thousand, so it seems like most of it's done, and they just need it to finish. They just need a little bit to get to the finish line. Cool. So, Starcrawlers, like... I say check it out for yourself. They have a pretty in-depth video that sort of goes over everything. Yeah. I think explain it much better than I could. I'm I'm really cutting back on how much I back on Kickstarter now, so I won't be backing this, but I look forward to picking it up on a Steam sale. So, that'll be fun. Since it looks like a PC game. Um, yeah, PC, Mac, Linux. Yeah. I mean, Windows, Mac, Linux. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that looks really computers. cool. So you can pick that up. It's uh, search for Star Crawlers on Kickstarter, and you can check that out, see if you want to back it or what. Um, all right, and that's it. That's all I got for news, Manny. Did I miss something? Uh, no. No, it's, it's been this slow. Chris Cast, Chris Cast with your live studio audience. <laughs> the last couple of weeks have been pretty slow. So, uh, next week I will be attending my sister's wedding, so there will not be a show. I'm pretty much booked all weekend, so please be aware of that. And then the following week we'll be back as normal uh, with no interruptions until Midwest Gaming Classic. Um, so yeah, please stay tuned for more RPG Cast stuff. Manny, anything that people should follow at home. Um, is there anything well, you know, cool going on like Evo or you know streams that no, are interesting? It's all quiet. It's the nice part of the year where you don't have to worry about the next big thing. You just enjoy your life one day at a time. All right. Go home, spend some time with your kids or your wife, your husband. Go Maybe watch the Olympics, person. everybody. Enjoy or that. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> Go for a hike. Go for a hike. Do your own Olympics. Do the last saying, Olympics. I I know we kind of get. Boards and like it's bad for a new show like this that there's yeah. not like a new news story every single day. Right, but it's right. also nice just to just enjoy the technology and the games that you have. I'm loving catching up on games, so I'm gonna go jump into more. Um, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah, I've been taking a game break. I've been reading comic books. Ooh. Yeah, I've been reading like I read the what's it called? Uh, Sam Keith Arkham Asylum. I read. The Batman Court of Owls. I read a really bad Star Wars comic. I'm probably not going to read another one. <laughs> That's okay because they're taking them all away from from that company, yeah. right? I'm enjoying. You also yeah. say I'm, I'm enjoying the stuff around me. I, Los Angeles has a great public library system, <laughs> and I'm finally availing myself of its services. Everybody, go to your public libraries. That's my assignment for you this week. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rpgamer, twitch at rpgamer, um, and, of course, uh, YouTube, rpgamerdotcom, and the website is rpgamer.com, but you already knew that. Follow us on, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. It's free, and it helps us know what's going on and gets us uh, um, a little bit of attention on the iTunes store. And, yeah. 
follow Anna. She's going to be streaming more games this week, and we'll see you in two weeks. Until then, goodbye, everybody. If you're Canadian, double go to library because they get you can get games there. That's yes. how our own Sam Marcello gets games. That's awesome. So go, go to, to the library. Everyone, go to Canada. Knock over a library. <laughs>